بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful i testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of the book the important lessons for the muslim ummah by sheikh abd al-aziz bin baz rahimahullah ta'ala and the sheikh introduced in the very beginning some of the short surahs as a reminder for the muslims to memorize these chapters and also to ponder on their meanings and <coughs> we reached the place where he mentioned surah al-qari'ah surah al-qari'ah and this is surah 101 surah 101 chapter 101 of the noble quran Allah Ta'ala Al-Rahim Al-Qari'ah Al-Qari'ah Wa ma adraka Al-Qari'ah Yawma yakunu refers to the striking hour meaning the day of resurrection yawmul qiyamah the striking hour which strikes and frightens the heart and this is when the trumpet will be blown as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in another verse in surah al-naml chapter 27 verse 87 ويوم ينفخ في الصور ففزع من في السماوات ومن في الأرض إلا من شاء الله وكل أتوه داخرين and remember the day on which the trumpet will be blown and all who are in the heavens and all who are on the earth will be terrified except him whom Allah will exempt and all shall come to him humble so this is the hour which will strike and terrify the hearts after terrifying the hearing and this is a magnificent and great hour no equivalent to it before its happening and Al-Qari'ah Therefore is one of the names of the day of resurrection One of the names of Yawmul Qiyamah 
the day of resurrection and also it is called Al-Ghashiyah the overwhelming and Walhaqah the inevitable and Allah is saying وَقَوْلُهُ in the second verse مَلْقَارِعَ مَلْقَارِعَ what is the striking hour? this is an amplification in magnification and because of its horrifying nature meaning who informed you of this horrifying hour? how great or how intense is it? then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned when it will occur he said يَوْمَ يَكُونُ النَّاسُ كَالْفَرَاشِ الْمَبْثُوثِ the day where on mankind as in verse number 4 the day where on mankind will be like moths scattered about the day where on mankind will be like moths scattered about meaning this is when it will occur when people are resurrected from their graves come out from their graves like moths scattered about and the moths are these insects flying insects which crumble on the fire during the night weak moving in confusion and because of confusion it may fall in the fire not knowing so people then they will resemble the moths in their weakness in their confusion in their movements without guidance scattered moths this is like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one free of all imperfection the most high in surah al-qamar chapter 54 Verse 7 In Surah Al-Qamar They will come forth with humbled eyes from their graves as if they were locusts spread abroad If one would imagine this scene people emerging from their graves with this in this way then you would one would come to the conclusion that this is a great day nothing like it the people from Adam until the day when the hour will be established will be resurrected 
like the resurrection of a single person at once. Yet these graves scattered in the east and west, and also from other than graves, like those in the bottom or on the bottom of the seas and oceans, those eaten by fish, or eaten by prey animals on the earth, or the like, all of them they will come at once, moving around, like a scattered lotus or locusts spread abroad. And as to these mountains, these firm and solid mountains, it will become وَتَكُونُ الْجِبَالُ كَالْعِهْنِ الْمَنْفُوشِ As in verse number 5 And the mountains will be like carded wood carded, carded wool After being so strong and firmly established it will become like carded wool or scattered cotton Scattered like, you know, when one scatters the cotton by his hands or by a tool, it becomes light, scattering around with the least blow of wind. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in other verses, as in Surah Al-Waqi'ah, Chapter 56, verses 5 and 6, describing the mountains. وَبُسَّتِ الْجِبَالُ بَسَّا فَكَانَتْ هَبَاءً مُنْبَثَّا And the mountains will be powdered to dust. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ In the sixth verse of this surah, فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ Then as if for him whose balance will be heavy فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ He will live a pleasant life in paradise وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ But as if for him him whose balance will be light he will have his home in Al-Hawiyah the pit, the hellfire and what will make you know of it what it is it is hot blazing fire so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these verses categorized people mankind into two categories the first one those having heavy balance And this refers to those whose good deeds exceed their bad deeds. And the second, those having light balance, referring to those whose bad deeds exceeded 
their good deeds or those who don't have a good deed in origin like the kafirs the disbelievers as to those who have good deeds on their scale they will have a good life a pleasant life without annoyance without rage without toil without exhaustion perfect from every angle and this refers to the living in paradise may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make me and you from its dwellers they don't grieve they have no fear in the best of living and most comfort of life and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it as عيشةٍ راضية, a pleasant life and as to those of light scale a light balance the kafir having no good deed why the kafir has no good deed because the good deeds of the kafir will be recompensed in this life and it will not benefit him in the hereafter or this refers also to the Muslim who wronged himself such that his sins became more than his good doings then فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَ he will have his home in hell and Al-Hawiyah is one of the names of the hellfire meaning he will have his home in hell but for the Muslim this is not forever the sinner, the Muslim, the sinner if punished in hell this is not forever because the final abode of the Muslim is in paradise even if punished in hell so we said Al-Hawiyah is one of the names of hellfire Ummuhu Hawiyah meaning will have his home in hell, in the pit, in hellfire it is also said that Ummuhu here refers to Ad-Dimaq, the brain meaning that he will be thrown in hell on the top of his head we seek refuge in Allah from this and if the ayah if the verse in the Quran accommodates two meanings such that none of them is preponderant over the other and such that they are not in contradiction then both meanings are considered so we say therefore in this respect يُرْمَى فِي النَّارِ عَلَىٰ أُمِّ رَأْسِهِ that he will be thrown in the hellfire from the side of the top of his head and that he will have no place, no home except in hell then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا هِيَ 
in a way of magnification he said and what will make you know what it is asking do you know what it is meaning it is a great thing very blazing fire to utmost degree of heat and the Prophet ﷺ said describing the hell that إنها فضلت على نار الدنيا بتسعة وستين جزءا it excels the fire known in this life by 69 parts meaning 1 to 70 as came in another hadith one part from 70 parts if you contemplate the fire in this life all of it whether that raging from wood or paper or natural gas or the more intense of that then you know that the blazing hell fire the fire of the blazing hell excels this in magnitude by 69 parts or 69 fold and we seek refuge in Allah from this and in this ayah there is warning concerning this day and that people will be resurrected on two conditions either a person with more of good deeds than bad deeds or the opposite and in this verse <coughs> or in this surah there is Dalil evidence that the day of resurrection or in the day of resurrection there are balances scales in some texts it came as one balance so the question is is it one or numerous some of the people of knowledge rahimahumullah Allah's mercy be upon them said that it is one one scale but it came in the plural in relation to what is what is put on the scale because what's put on the scale are the good and bad deeds the bad deeds of such and such and such and such and on it the deeds of this ummah will be weighed and the deeds of other nations as well so it came in the plural text in relation to what is weighed in it not in relation to the scale itself otherwise the scale is one this is one opinion the second opinion that they are numerous scales many scales for each nation there is a scale or a balance and for each deed there is one and that's why it came in the plural and what's more apparent and Allah knows best that it is one balance 
but it is in the plural form in relation to what is weighed therein in accordance with the deeds or the nations or the individuals and in this verse there is evidence that if man's good deeds are equal to his bad deeds then there is no mention of the situation of the person who whose deeds are equal the bad and the good ones however Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that clear in surah al-a'raf in chapter 7 that they will not be admitted to hell but they will be kept in a place called al-a'raf the heights and there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this surah described to us what goes on between them and between the believers as we will listen to this in surah al-a'raf chapter 7 verse 46 and on <laughs> between them will be a barrier screen and on Al-Araf which is a wall with elevated places will be men whose good and evil deeds would be equal in scale who would recognize all meaning of the paradise and hell people by their marks the dwellers of paradise by their white faces and the dwellers of hell by their black faces they will call out to the dwellers of paradise, Salamun alaykum, peace be upon you. And at that time, they, the men of Al-Araf, 
will not yet have entered it, meaning paradise, but they will hope to enter it with certainty. And when their eyes will be turned towards the dwellers of the fire, fire, they will say, O Lord, place us not with the people who are polytheists and wrongdoers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those whose good deeds outnumber his bad deeds and that he forgive us and that he treat us with his mercy and and forgiveness he is able to do all things this is the explanation of the surah surah al-araf surah al-qari'ah rather and it is based upon the explanation of our sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymeen rahimahullahu ta'ala walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم